Hey everyone, so you want to know how to use Anchor, right? I'm here to inform, guide, and help you on how to use Anchor. Anchor is a phone app and hosting site owned by Spotify. It's the awesome idea to start creating your podcast by attempting to be the one-stop shop for podcasters without an extensive technical background. You can follow the vertical integration model, meaning that you can record, distribute, and monetize your podcast. Why are you struggling with paying a hosting site which includes promoting your show with limited storages? Forget about it. It's the simple fact that unlimited storage is free. It includes recording, adding music, intros, outros, and uploading episodes. Plus, you get paid some money to put in your pocket through sponsorships with no minimum listenership. That's fantastic and magnificent, isn't it? These are the important things to create and make a podcast. You can download Anchor on your phones, tablets, laptops, and computers, or you can check out anchor.fm so you can get a head start on your podcast right now. Remember, if you have a dream of creating your own podcast, don't let anyone stop you from achieving your goals and dreams. If I can reach the amount of success loving what I'd love to do in this career, podcasting field so can you i'm g money stacks thank you for listening and have fun with your podcast let's go
<clears throat> Yo, good evening, everyone in the USA, Canada, all over the world. Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Stand Island, and Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Misunderstood Lonely Nomad, the Greginator, YouTuber, host with the most, the independent, the unstoppable independent podcaster and rookie podcaster of Queens, New York. And you are now rocking with excellent, fun, vibrant podcasts. The Sports Edition Show, episode 22. We're live and direct from StreamYard, YouTube, and alongside with myself is the Instagram live feed of the podcast show page. Make sure you turn your notifications on Instagram. So when I'm on Instagram live, you can say hi to me. You can chime in on the topics and all that other stuff in sports. So there you go. <clears throat> Now, um, as far as how I'm doing mentally, physically, and spiritually, um, for the most part, you know, I'm doing all right for the most part. I try to steer away from the uh, the, the 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 bullshit, the bullshit that's been going on, which I'm not gonna get into right here. Um, anyway, man, um, <clears throat> but I did have a weird, weird Friday actually. So, so I basically was at work Friday, and for me, the crazy part is, um, a lady asked me since I'm a guy, the way she phrased it to be to be exact, um, basically asked me since I'm a guy, which which silverware style is good. And I'm quickly looking at her as if she's nuts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just fucking ridiculous. Like, why are you asking me this shit? And then, <clears throat> and then she's gonna she she's gonna um bring up the fact that she has a son. Look, but what is? So if you have a son, why didn't you bring your son with you to the supermarket? To check out the silverware styles. That's the part that kind of threw me off, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so that's pretty much what it is, though, man. Um, and as far as mental health checking, man, listen, make sure you reach out to your loved ones, especially your your your, your wives, your husbands, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, your friends, especially those that you are cool with at work that you work with um of course make sure you um you basically you know reach out to one another there is no good time to reaching out to somebody like you can't put a time frame on everything um it's all about following your your mind, your soul, um, your heart, your instincts, and your confidence. Um, because, because it's 365 days in a year. So you don't need to put a lot of pressure on yourself on determining on which 
which time is good to reach out. So you don't have to wait till mental health day or mental health awareness month, like in May to actually, you know, show that you care. So there you go right there. And now we're going to go into a little thing that I like to call the quick side bleacher bar. We're going to um get into this first story in regards to Chris Weber. So just, yeah. All right. As I said, the first topic has to do with um, Chris Weber. And seems like he has a little um, project that's going on. So let's get into it. Um, <clears throat> hang on for one second. Okay, this is. This is what this is what's going on with Chris Weber according to Deadline. All right, so NBA Hall of Fame of Chris Weber's memoir by God's Grace to be developed for TV. Um, exclusive NBA Hall of Fame of Chris Weber's memoir by God's Grace is being developed into a TV series by Picture Start ahead of the book's release November fifteenth. The project is currently being shopped to networks and streamers. The adaptation focuses on Weber's youth and journey as part of the University of Michigan's Fan Fab Five. From amateur athletics to national championships, the series will tackle the triumphs and hardships of a life and career spent chasing basketball greatness while examining many of the topical issues of equity between schools and players. Um, in quote, I've been waiting over 25 years to tell my story, and I'm honored to partner with Eric Feig and Picture Start. Um, Weber said in a statement to Deadline, the series offers a unique opportunity to provide perspective on my upbringing to explore the nuances of high school sports and share details from my career and personal events that shaped my life. I'm so grateful for all of the thrilling peaks and challenges throughout my journey and for the platform to convey my narrative to both new and established audiences and viewers. Chris' story and the story of the Fab Five is that incredible perspective that hits so, on so many things, um, like basketball for sure, but family, friends, perseverance, um, yeah, perseverance, race, class, celebrity, and all the possibilities and complexities of, of the American dream. Working with Chris on this series is a dream come true for so many of us at Picture Start, and we can't wait to bring it to audiences around the world, said Feig, Picture Start's founder and CEO. Feig, Sammy Kim, um, Fa wait, Fave, Jessica Switch, <laughs> Switch, oh man, and Royce, Royce Reeves, 
um, Darby will executive produce the project. Peter Gilbert will also serve as executive producer and previously partnered with Weber to launch Weber Gilbert Productions. Cashmere Originals, Russell uh, Raydoe, um, will serve as a writing executive producer. Weber is rep by uh, Levita Willis. Not to be confused with the with Bruce Willis, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, so yeah. Um. All right, so let's get into some basketball stuff before we get into some bad baseball news. Um. Okay. Oh, so time is running now for Ben Simmons. Wow. That has to be crazy, though, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um. So why is it? Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Um. Yeah, so it seems like time is running out for Ben Simmons. So, okay. Since being traded to the Brooklyn Nets, every Ben Simmons injury update has been negative. The former um, Philadelphia Sixers star has been out due to a herniated disc, which is something that um, every athlete is familiar with that has to do with the back. And hold on a second. Yeah, sorry about that. Unfortunately, somebody was doing a little crazy with behind the wheel and stuff, burning the tires and stuff. So, oh my gosh. Anyways, yeah, um, yeah, the former Philadelphia 76ers star has been out due to a herniated disc, pushing his debut with the Nets back further and further as they gear up for the postseason. It's looking like their newest star will not be able to contribute fortunately the nets got a little nugget of good news regarding their young stars uh rehab head coach steve nash told reporters that he is starting to do more as he works to get back on the court simmons got some shots up ahead the nets regular season finale against the indiana pacers the catch with simmons workout is that the nets Still do not know when, when, um, they still do. Hold on a second. Hold on a minute here. Yeah. Yeah. They still do not know when he will be available to play. This ultimately means that unless Brooklyn makes a very deep playoff run, Simmons will have to wait until next season to suit up for them. Although this has been the team's mid, no, excuse me, mindset for a while. It is still unfortunate for them that a, a Simmons, a Ben Simmons injury update has usually meant bad news for the first good one is too little too late. Uh, the Nets will barring a huge change. 
have to accept that Simmons will not be suiting up the season. It is surely a disappointing first season for the, for the three-time All-Star, but he has a, his prime years ahead of him and should thrive next to Kevin Durant and Kyrie um, Irving once he gets the chance. Simmons' defense and playmaking should make him a great fit. Um, Let's see. Yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty much bad news on on um, that's pretty much bad news on the, the Brooklyn Nets. So that's just, man, that's crazy, man. All right, um, okay, so we can go into we can go into another. Another basketball story. Um, we got Kevin Durant. Okay, Kevin Durant, right? <clears throat> so, scoring points and dunking on people on the internet are two things Kevin Durant does well. The Brooklyn Nets star is known for being active on Twitter. On Sunday, Durant was flat out over it after a Boston Celtics fan criticized the superstar small forward. There were multiple tweets from Nick Gelso, but he finally caught Kevin Durant's attention. The the Nets star sent a tweet that might just be his best yet. It doesn't look like um, Gelso responded, which makes sense because Durant um, um, obliterated this poor man into the stratosphere. That man has a family, Kevin. Maybe I don't personally know, but if he did, if he did, that's what I say in response to Kevin Durant's tweet. Not only does Durant dunk on the competition in the NBA, but the next star frequently dunks on random people on Twitter. He's easily become one of the most entertaining players in the league as he's just a savage online as he is on the court. Hopefully the Nets receive this level of dominance from Kevin Durant in Sunday's game. Brooklyn takes on the Indiana Pacers in their final game of the season. If Durant helps lead his team to victory. They should be participating in the play-in game for post the postseason. If not, then things could get interesting for this organization. Luckily for them, the Pacers are one of the worst teams in the league. The Nets just need to make sure they win and they are in. We'll see how it plays out as the game tips off at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Yes, that's interesting right there. <laughs> Man, let's see. Um, That's interesting right there, though. Um, I will say, I will say this, though. Hang on, hang on a second. Okay, we got um so we have we have LeBron James. Okay, we got a little more basketball news here. So so 
LeBron James puts up put up historic numbers this season by any measure whatsoever. Factoring in the advanced stage of the Los Angeles Lakers superstar's career, though puts his remarkable statistical exploits in even more um, rarefied air. It's basically undisputed at this point that James age 37 season was the best all the time. Unfortunately for James, his individual brilliance didn't translate to team success. The rebuilt Lakers were championship favorites coming into 2021 to 2022, but were eliminated from postseason contention earlier this week, capping one of the most disappointing seasons in the history. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. I can see why LeBron James and the team are so fucking butthurt right now, man. <laughs> I played I had to do it man it's just to make a, a point in regards to how the Lakers are being knocked off which is unfortunate because <laughs> it's very unfortunate which is kind of bad news right there though um <laughs> that's crazy though man um so though injuries weren't the only factor behind Los Angeles struggles, they certainly played a major part in the purple and gold, excuse me, falling to depths of missing the play in tournament. James last played on April 1st, missing Los Angeles two games before then due to a nasty ankle injury he suffered in the short-handed Lakers crucial loss to New Orleans Pel. New Orleans Pelicans a few days earlier. Um, James' year was over before Los Angeles postseason hopes were dashed, but the team officially ruled him out on Friday. Ooh, I wonder what they would. Let's see what they ruled him out on. Let's see. Yeah, so the Los Angeles Lakers rule LeBron James out for the season. So the Los Angeles Lakers announced that LeBron James will miss the final two games of the 2021 to 2022 NBA season due to a left ankle sprain. LeBron James left ankle was recently reevaluated by Lakers medical staff, and it was determined that due to the ankle sprain James suffered in a game on March 27th, he will miss the remainder of the 2021-22 NBA season to allow for continued healing and expect an expected full recovery. The team posted on Twitter. LeBron 
um, sprained his ankle in a matchup with the New Orleans Pelicans on March 27th. After the game, he called the sprain horrible. LeBron LeBron also spent the past two months playing often spectacularly through a sore and swollen feet, swollen left knee that he acknowledged wouldn't heal until after the postseason. That can begin now. James, age 37, has missed five of the Lakers six games since the ankle sprain, including the past three. The Lakers have lost eight games in a row and were officially eliminated from playoff contention on Tuesday. Um, LeBron only appeared in one game after this now infamous April Fool's tweet. Yeah. LeBron needed to appear in two more games to be eligible to become the oldest player in the NBA history to win the scoring title. Um, James will wrap up his 19th season with averages of 30.3 points, 8.2 rebounds, and 6.3 assists per game on .524 um, slash .355 slash Point seven hundred fifty six shooting splits. Hold on one second, folks, as I take a sip of this water right here. Stay with me. All right. Um. <clears throat> Okay, um, LeBron Anthony Davis, um, um, foot soreness, Russell Westbrook shoulder soreness, and Kamala Anthony, um, all sat out the Lakers loss to the Golden State Warriors on Thursday. At the moment, the team has not formally announced if AD Russ and Melo will play against the Oklahoma City Thunder on Friday. Fan Appreciation Day at Crypto.com Arena, which I don't understand why would they name that shit. It's so fucking annoying to me, man. Um, Or the season finale at the Denver Nuggets on Sunday. Yeah. That's the question. Um, Yeah, so here we are. Now... Here we go. Um, let's see. What else in basketball news we could talk about here? Oh, wait. Wait a minute here. Wait a minute here. Um, okay, Zion Williamson. All right. Um, let's get to it. So, um, what we have here is um so, Zion Williamson's perfect reaction to jaw dropping um, Ja Morant block during Grizzlies versus Pelicans. Okay, Ja Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies are a walking highlight reel. 
The young man, excuse me, the young team has been electrifying all season. Excuse me. <clears throat> um, evoking shades of the old school um, Showtime Lakers with their style of play. At the head of the operations is Morant, who has had his fair share of insane, seemingly impossible highlights all year long. During his return from injury against the Pelicans, the Grizzlies star gave a fellow 2019 draftee one hell of a show from the bench uh, as Larry Nance Jr. was going up for a hook shot. John Morant skied for an insane block that had Zion Williamson shaking in shock from the bench. Um, and, and obviously, this is from Clutch Points website. So you guys are more than welcome to check out the website yourselves for any stories or what's going on in sports. Um, so what crazy what what crazy about Morant's what is crazy about Morant's block is that it arguably isn't his most impressive um, denial of the season. Earlier in the year, the Grizzly star showed off his crazy hops, absolutely obliterating this shot against the Lakers with two hands. The disrespect. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, though, man. (laughs) <laughs> of course, though. Um, of course, Morant shines the brightest not on offense but on defense. The Grizzlies star, the Grizzly star's um accent to greatness has been exhilarating to watch this season. Morant's playmaking and outside shooting has vastly improved this year, coupled with his silky handles and athleticism. And you'd be hard-pressed to find a more entertaining player to watch in the NBA than than Ja. The Grizzlies aren't just the team that has Ja Morant, though. With their star missing a significant, significant chunk of games, their supporting cast has stepped up to the plate. It's one of the biggest reasons why they've kept the number two seed in the West without having Ja. This excellent supporting cast is going to be the key factor in a potential title run for Memphis. Interesting. (laughs) You know what this shit reminds me of? That one Dave Chappelle episode when he was playing the, um, when he was playing one of the NBA, um, one of the NBA games against this kid, um, who, I guess this kid who was in the hospital that had a, that had cancer and stuff like that. <laughs> he dunks on the guy. He dunks on the kid, and, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this has to be the most embarrassing shit that you. If you get dunked on at a basketball court in front of people, man, of course you're going to be embarrassed, man. (laughs) Of course you're going to be fucking embarrassed, though. That's so fucking hilarious to me. And that's what's so entertaining about basketball, man. You get to embarrass people by breaking their ankles (laughs) and all that other shit. That's the beauty of um, sports is entertainment. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, 
yeah. That's basically what I take from this shit, though, man. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, yeah, that's gonna really um. All right. Um, what else can we talk about in this episode today? Um, I'm actually going to go to yeah. Let's go to um. Before I even go to the Adidas story, let's go to let's go to Tyreek. Hill does um hold on a second. Okay, and this is according to TMZ Sports. Um Tyreek Hill does women's um football team hilarious video. So okay, this is according this is from TMZ Sports. We might as well start giving Tyreek Hill speeding tickets at this point. The former Chiefs wide out dusted an entire women's flag football team this week, and the whole thing was caught on video. Hill, who recently inked a four-year $120 million, of course, um, $72.2 million is guaranteed is a guaranteed contract with the Dolphins, is by far one of the fastest players in the NFL and has even called out um, Usain Bolt for a race. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Cheetah is living up to his rep because he outran the entire Lady Warriors flag football team (laughs) at – Hebrew Academy, Miami Beach Middle School. Oh, man. In this wild clip, Hill waits for the entire squad to get as close as possible before he suddenly plants in the ground and makes a cut up the field, and then it's off the fences. Yo, that's crazy, man. But hilarious at the same time, too. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) At the end, end, he'll even slow down to give the ladies a chance to catch up to him and pull his legs, but no dice. <laughs> no fucking dice. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I know what they mean about no dice, folks. <laughs> it's like you got no chance to catching up. That's what that means. <laughs> so now, in fairness, Hill, who ran at 4.29 40 yard dash when he participated in the NFL combine, clearly has the wheels to beat pretty much anyone in a race. So the Lady war- lady Warriors shouldn't hang their heads at all. Oh, wow. Um, so... So this is from, um... Um, Dove 
Kleeman from Twitter, and he says the hashtag Bills were so scared of what Tyreek Hill did on the play that on the next drive on defense, although there were only 13 seconds, the play way off, which allowed the hashtag Chiefs to drive for a field goal and go to overtime to win the game. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's that's crazy right there. Hill routinely embarrassed defenders on Sundays. So no shame, Lady Dubs. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> you got to admit, man, that shit is pretty funny, though, Um, for the most part. That shit is mad funny, though. I I'm not even going to hold you. <laughs> you race against women, right? If you you're racing against women and you're and you're basically creaming the shit out of them. Yo, <laughs> that is that's that's like unheard of right there until I just read this story. That's so fucking crazy right there, man. That's embarrassing though. You got to admit, man, that shit was embarrassing that he creamed the shit out of the ladies. I was like, "Damn, man." And he's the fastest athlete. That's cr that's the crazy part. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> you can look at the video on on TMZ.com and you go to TMZ Sports where you can see the video for yourself, Tyreek Hill. The headline just said Tyreek Hill creamed the living daylights out of the women. <laughs> that should have been the headline right there, man. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, man, that's crazy. Um, oh my gosh, man. So in other in other sports news, man, we need to talk about the Adidas shit, man. Um, so basically, okay, here's what's going on here. So the Masters and Waffle House are coming together thanks to Adidas. The company unveiled its Tour 360 22 White Waffle House edition earlier this week, and it is now on sale. This limited edition shoe. Available in both men's and women's sizing and various colors is available on on Thursday, April the seventh, which passed already. Um, at the website Adidas.com, the same day as the opening round of the eighty six Masters, the men's shoes are listed at two hundred and twenty. No, hold on, two hundred and ten dollars, while the women's are priced at two. If there is a show that screams Waffle House, this is it. The upper of this unique tour, 360 22, is an off white batter like colorway, similar to the batter that is constantly on filling waffle irons at Waffle House locations. The square shapes. Inside the waffles are represented and embossed across the premium full grain leather waterproof 
Um, of course, is a one-year warranty to give it an eye-catching design. Across the signature um, three stripes, there is a checkered waffle pattern in dark brown as a nod to the legendary waffles being cooked. <laughs> them, them shits look fucking ugly, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. So the instantly recognizable yellow sign of Waffle House is also featured on the heel. The shoe features special yellow sock liners with both the Adidas and Waffle House logos. The outside is transparent and captures the pour of maple syrup underneath the new Spike More traction system. The shoe box is also designed to look like a look like the restaurant <laughs> of course the check of course check out the information here which i will do that right now actually let's do this um yeah this is according to the adidas website um this is crazy man as you <laughs> i i don't know man See, see the 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 Waffle House for men. Let's see. You probably don't know. Um. All right, this is just nuts, man. I don't know. Um. This is crazy. Hold on a second. Yeah, I, I did see a picture of it already, but um. And I have to be, I have to be a little honest though. It's a, it's pretty. I don't know, man. I don't know if anybody would actually cop one of these shits though, man. Um, that's not to say that it's not to say that. Um, like this is so fucking weird. Look, um, you can look at the website, and this is off of the website at www.al.com/sports. 2022 for masters 2022 adidas waffle house all right so you can look at the picture yourself and you <laughs> and you be and, and you and you decide whether you want to cop that shit or not um so yeah now another in other um adidas news um this has to do because i saw this i saw this um i saw another one which has to do with Anything related, anything related to soccer. So here we go. Um. So Generation Adidas Cup Rising. Um, what is it? Was it ten? I think it's ten. Yeah, because X is nine. Okay, so Rising Ten, which prospect will become the next MLS star? Um, that's Major League Um Soccer. Um, this year's edition of the Generation Adidas Cup kicks off this weekend, returning for 2022 after a two-year hiatus on the 15 and under-17 MLS Academy teams are set to battle it out against each other and some top youth academies from around the world. Um... There's a long list of successful pros that have 
appeared at Generation Adidas Cups over the years, and this year is certain to have plenty more top prospects. Of course, here's a look at the rising 10 for uh, the 2022 um, Generation Adidas Cup Rising 10 presented by Body Armor. Several have already turned professional and will look to showcase their current ability and potential in Frisco, te Texas, this week. Um, of course, goalkeeper um, Emmanuel Ochoa turned pro all the way. Hang on a second, man. Yeah, this is a whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the way back in November 2019, son, with the San Jose Earthquakes when he was just 14 years old. He's yet to make the breakthrough and get first team minutes. Um, though he did not, he did see time with the Earthquakes um, um, the second in the first couple weeks of MLS Next Pro. He will backstop one of the top teams in the age group going up against River Plate, Nashville, um, South Carolina, um, and D.C. United in Group J. So Noah Cobb, <laughs> Atlanta United, signed pro on a homegrown deal with Atlanta United that kicks in at the start of 2023. Noah Cobb is a center-back prospect that's earned big minutes with Atlanta United um, the second in the past year. That experience should help him anchor Atlanta's under-17s and help set the foundation for a successful week in Frisco. Midfielder, um, Brooklyn Reigns, Houston Dynamo. The talented prospect continues to get integrated after signing a Houston Dynamo FC on a homegrown deal earlier this year. A central midfielder that's shown plenty of promise at the youth level. Brooklyn Reigns is expected to feature for Houston's under-17 squad. Um, um, Jude Wellings, Salt Lake, another two-day central midfield prospect, Jude Wellings, is set to play for RSL's U-17 squad. He's shown a relatively high ceiling while earning big minutes for the Real Monarchs in 2021 and signed a homegrown deal with a Real Salt Lake earlier in 2022. His savvy experience and quality, despite his age, are all extremely impressive at this stage of his young career. Um... Yeah, this is yeah, this is crazy though. Um <clears throat> so so these are the players um that's in here. So Jude Wellings, you have um Esmer. Um I'm not even gonna try to I'm not even gonna try to butcher the guy's last name, so I'm just gonna call him by his first name. Esmer from uh New England Revolution. Reed Baker, um, Whiting, 
Seattle Sounders. Um, we have Andre um, Gital, Houston Dynamo, um, Benso Estrella, New York Red Bulls, Noel Buck, New England Revolution, Felipe Valencia, um, Inter Miami um, CF, um, forward um, Axel K, Real Salt Lake. And of course, there you have it right there, though. Um, I know there's some other stuff that was going to be. There was some other shit. There was some other ones that I was actually. There was there was another one. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I, I don't know. If that's gonna really. Yeah. All right. Um. Let's get into, hold on a minute here. What did I talk about here? Oh, okay. Um, okay, as you, okay, we can talk about um, an update with Dom Smith in baseball news, all right? Um, <clears throat> As you may know, I actually talked about it um recently in regards to the rumor in the air about him getting traded to the San Diego Padres. So um so this is what's going on here. This has been like what recently? Um so Dom Smith doesn't get to pick up for pick for what team he plays or how much, but can control his attitude towards the situation. Um at spring training near its conclusion, the Mets' first baseman outfielder DH is part of a crowded landscape in the lineup. To start the season, at least it appears Smith won't receive every day at bats, and yet it's a proposition he says he is willing to accept. Um, and he says, in quote, I think everyone's goal is to win a World Series, and I think we have a pretty good chance to, Smith said Monday after the Mets and Astros play to a 3-3 Grapefruit League tie. I am just here doing what I can to help this team win ball games. Uh, playing in November, that's our goal. All I know is I am a Mets player, and I play and work for this organization. All I could do is show up every day and play hard and do what I can to help this team win ball games. Smith's name surfaced last weekend as part of a potential trade that would have sent him to the Padres for Chris Paddock. Um, I'm not even sure what the hell's going on here. Let's screw this comments. Um, yeah, Emilio Pagan and Eric Holzman. The deal would have brought the mess needed pitching and perhaps allowed the 26-year-old Smith to play every day with the Padres. Smith wouldn't say whether he was happy or unhappy the trade designated, um, but indicated that he he doesn't feel disrespected by the Mets for including his name in the proposal. Um, and he said, I have been part of trade rumors my whole career, so this is something that is not new to me and something where 
It's just going to be a part of the game, Smith said. It's obvious good to be wanted. It means you are obviously a pretty good player, and that's what Buck Showalter said. So that is just a little bit of high praise to me, but I'm here. I don't think I am going to get traded until it happens, and I am happy to be here, happy to be a Met. I love this organization. I love the city and love the team. Um, said so well, good guys who aren't good players kind of don't get talked 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 about a lot. Smith struggled last season, bothered by a torn lant torn LeBron LeBron in his left shoulder that kept secret. But in camp, he's shown flashes flashes of the player who helped carry the team lineup in 2020. On Monday, he went two for three, which included his second homer of the spring, and raised his Grapefruit League batting average to 440. He was later asked about a report over the weekend that indicated he would rather be elsewhere playing every day than part-time with the Mets. I don't think any player in the big leagues want to be part-time player or a backup player. So if the opportunity is out there, who wouldn't want to play every day, Smith said. Those exact words didn't come from my mouth, but I'm here. It's out of my control. I can't trade myself and can't, and I can't put myself in the lineup. All I could do is show what I can, and that's what I do out on the field, and that's all I plan to do. Play hard and play well. And that's exactly what he's been doing, man. With Pete Alonso at first base and Mark Hanna in left field, Smith likely won't start at either position. In the DH mix, he will share at bats with Robbie Cano and J.D. Davis. I'm ready to play outfield, Smith said. I'm ready to play first. I'm ready to DH. I'm ready to come off the bench. I'm I'm just here happy, and I just can't wait. Excuse me, can't wait until the season starts because that is when it really counts. It's good to have a little success now, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. Of course, you want him. To, of course, you want Dom Dom Smith to play. You know, certain situations, certain opportunities comes. Um, once in a lifetime and stuff, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he, he, I feel like he's proved, he's been, he's proven to be, to be the best player he could be. You know what I'm saying? Even though he's not playing every day, at least, at least he has roles of being a DH. He has, he has a little bit of, um, a little playing time at first base. And of course, um, because Mark Hanna is playing left field, that's 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 not he's not sweating this shit, folks. He's not sweating this shit, man. He's not phased about the fucking rumors, man. So he's not phased about that. So that's that's what it is, man. So it is what it is. So he's not sweating it. So so let's get into um let's get into um a little something something. And obviously, obviously, um, Tyler McGill. Yes, 
Tyler McGill basically um was the Mets um starter open opener. Um of course, um let's take a look at this. Um yeah. Um so so recently Tom Mets Tyler McGill shatters expectations in opening day victory over Nationals. Mets, sta- Mets starter Tyler McGill shattered all expectations in his first career opening day start, leading his team to a victory over the Nationals to open up the regular season. Um, and um, it was a night that Tyler McGill will never forget in D.C. That the right. Hander took the mound as the Mets starting pitcher on opening day as an improbable replacement for injured ace Jacob DeGrom. And the second year, Hurler shattered all expectations in what was likely his first audition to take DeGrom's spot in the rotation until the two-time Cy Young Award winner is ready to return from the injured list. McGill went a total of five scores innings on 68 pitches, 47 strikes. He allowed three hits, struck out six batters, and did not issue a walk as he picked up the win in the Mets 5-1 victory. The Nationals in game one of the 2022 regular season. All right. I did watch that game, so let's make some noise for that. In quotes, I remember this one, McGill said of his first career opening day start. The first of many. McGill, age 26, came out firing bullets in the opening inning against the Nationals, throwing the five fastest pitches of his career, maxing out at 99.1 miles per hour on his four-seam fastball. McGill worked a one-two-three first inning with a pair of strikeouts and a soft grounder off the bat of superstar Juan Soto. Uh, one thing McGill has been lauded for throughout his brief time as a big leaguer is his composure. Prior to the contrast, no, excuse me, prior to the contest, Mets manager Buck Showalter um mentioned McGill's low post and ability to stay within reality um, as two traits that impress him about the young starter. And these characteristics were on full display when he escaped tough jams in back-to-back innings. McGill twice erased primetime, no prime scoring chances by the Nationals in the second and third. McGill first induce a 5-4-3 inning, ending double play with two men on the mound on on and one out in the second. And the third inning, he got out of first and third trouble with one out by striking out Soto and getting Nelson Cruz to ground out. Attack the hitters, McGill said 
of his strategy when facing Soto and Cruz, two t- tough hitters in this situation. Beat the strike zone in many in ways to let them get themselves out. Soto, of course, is one of the best hitters in baseball, but that didn't stop McGill from beating him on a 98 miles per hour fastball for a crucial strikeout. He's probably one of the more fun bats to pitch to, McGill said of Soto. He's very competitive. I find myself to be very competitive as well. So going to no no toe to toe with a guy like that is always fun. Um, guy of his caliber as a pitcher, that's someone you want to get out. Um, McGill and Nationals left-handed starter Patrick Corbin matched each other with zeros through four. Although the Mets were close to scoring their first run of the season in the top of the fourth, Pete Alonso was gunned down at the plate by um, Alcides Escobar while trying to score from first base on an Eduardo Escobar double. Um, However, they would not be denied in the following inning. The Mets loaded the bases again. Corbin, who proceeded to hit James McCann with a pitch to force in the first run of the ball game and season for New York. That was all for Corbin, who exited the contest with the bases still loaded and nobody out. Relieved their Reliever Victor Arano came on to replace him, allowing a run on Starling Marte's fearless choice, but he was able to get out of the jam without giving up any additional damage beyond this play. Corbin's final out, final line on the night was four innings, two earned runs on five hits, four strikeouts, and two walks. The le- left-hander suffered the loss in this outing as the Nets offense was unable to grab a lead at any point in this game. Um in the top in the top of the sixth, the Mets offense ignited a two-out rally after Alonzo advanced to second base on a wild pitch from righty Austin Vault. Robbie Cano drew a walk, which then saw Mark Canna line in RB Mark Canna line in RBI single into left center to put the Mets up um, three zip. Um, Jeff McNeil went back to back with Canna for an RBI single of his own, which scored another run for the Mets. Soto got the Nats on the board with a solo home run off Trevor May in the bottom of the sixth, but the Mets would retaliate almost immediately with the Mets up 4-1 in the top of the seventh. J.D. Davis led off with a double before Francisco Lindor drove him home with an RBI single to the opposite field. Despite a slow start, the Mets' bats scored a total of five runs on the night. Cano, Alonzo, McNeil, and Canna all recorded two hits apiece. And minus McCann, each member of the Mets' starting lineup notched a hit. McCann was hit by two pitches in the game, and Alonzo got hit near the his shoulder helmet flat area, which knocked him to the ground in the ninth. Alonzo, who was seen spitting blood, tried to go to first base, but Shaw Walter did not allow him to do so. Alonzo later came back out to the dugout with 
an ice pack around his mouth area and appeared to be okay at this scary moment. Oh, boy. Luckily, Alonzo confirmed after the game that he did not lose any teeth, and he also cleared the concussion protocol. Alonzo came away with a flat lip, fat lip, um, which was the best case scenario in this situation. Following McGill's exit, May Adam Atavito, um, Seth Lugo, and Edwin Diaz combined for a total of four innings, allowing one run to shut the door. The Mets hold the best record on opening day in MLB history with Thursday Thursday evening's victory. They now improve to 40 to 21 all, all time in their first game of the regular season. Star pitcher Max Scherzer will take the mound against his old team. Well, this well, I don't know about that one. I wasn't here for that one, but um, for the second game of the series, Scherzer, who has been dealing with a hamstring hiccup, was cleared to make his first scheduled start um, tomorrow after passing the feeling test. Well, yeah, I wasn't here for that one right there, so that's just pretty much um, it is what it is. So, so yeah, there you go, right there. Listen, that's going to do it for this episode right here, man. You like what you heard in today's episode right here. Listen, um, all you need to do is basically show some love by making a charitable donation to my cash app, which is G Money Stacks 555. That's dollar sign, capital G, lowercase M-O-N-E-Y, capital S, Lowercase T-A-C-K-Z, 555. Once again, it's not about breaking the bank. It's all about doing the best you can on what you can afford. Whatever you can afford will be appreciated. So there you go right there. Um, Hold on a second. Hold on a second here. And, um... By the way, um... We're gonna go to the... We're gonna go to the last segment of the night... I'm not gonna do um podcast free game right now because um because I want to actually get this thing over with as far as anything goes. So we're gonna go to uh stream choices on the go. And you guys and folks out there that's listening out there in the in the YouTube. In the YouTube and of course um or streaming platforms and stuff like that. Um make sure you follow me on on 17 Live so you can so um and alongside with um the Instagram handle, which is excellent fun vibrant podcast. Make sure you follow that and catch up with all the episodes that's also um that's also on all streaming platforms as well. Make sure you uh, follow my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, uh, and and also my um, my number one show. That's that's over one hundred thirty five. That's that's one hundred thirty five episodes already, which is off the meat rack chains New York podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, make sure you do some catching up with the episodes on there as well. And, of course, 
Follow me on the gram, which is G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Make sure you turn on your notifications for updates and when the episodes is going to be dropping. Of course, I'm going to be dropping questions depending on depending on what it is. So here we go. Um anyway, man. So let me um let you know where you can watch the episodes of the where you can listen and watch the episodes and stuff, you know what I mean? So we're going to get into um, the streaming platforms and the go. Make sure you, um, make sure you, um, if you have any questions for me, any, any topics um, that you want me to talk about, especially in sports, um, as far as baseball, as far as basketball, as far as like, you know, anything in regards to, um, whatever it is, um, I will actually, um, look into it and on the link that says, um, link tree slash excellent fun, vibrant podcast. You want to make sure you go to, go to the link and then you tap on it and then you're going to see the name of the show. I added the, uh, the, the, vo- the voicemail message. For the listeners out there that have an opportunity to leave a voice message in the anchor page where it has all the episodes and stuff. So when you click on there, you're going to see the word message on the anchor.fm page and and you can record with your phone. You can record with your um, laptop as well. So um, so speaking of anchor, um, make sure you subscribe and follow um excellent fun vibrant podcast and along with my other two shows on these um um on these streaming platforms right here which is anchor audible audacity um amazon music breaker Castbox fm deezer listen notes moon fm podcast player fm pocket cast pod friend podorama podopolo podcast addict podcast index pod chaser podverse reason fm Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Radio Radio Public. Don't forget to leave a five-star rating for Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcasts, the sports edition show on Podchaser, Podfriend, and, of course, um, Spotify as well. And you can also follow the, sh- the podcast on iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcasts. Make sure you follow that along with um, Meticulous Vodges Podcast and Off the Meat Rack Chains New York Podcast. All three of my podcast shows are on Audacity and, of course, obviously, iHeartRadio as well. So you guys can listen to um, the episodes of your choices. Make sure you subscribe and follow. You know what I'm saying? Um, And last but not least, the YouTube Make sure you grab that subscribe button and tap the noti noti bell so you can be reminded of when the show goes in the air via live stream. Um, stay tuned for more uh, video content, upcoming episodes. Make sure you catch up on the new and previous episodes. And, and of course, leave a like and a comment along with the episodes and topics that was discussed. And of course, make sure you are um, 
downloading the episodes, sharing the episodes, sharing the videos, and of course, make sure you um you tell a friend to another friend, and of course, make sure you are um spreading the word. Word of mouth is important, and of course, um your feedback is important as well. All right. And of course, don't forget to share the podcast along with the um, link that says Linktree slash Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, along with your wives, your husbands, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, your um, your friends. And of course, um, if they are looking for something to ease the mind off of things, as far as like you know, you know, mentally, physically, and spiritually, because that's what really matters here, though. So you know what I'm saying. And of course, um, that's gonna do it for me. That's gonna do it for me. Um, remember, the grind doesn't stop. Hard work pays off and don't rush the process, especially for people out there that's actually um interested in making a podcast or that's making a podcast and stuff like that. Don't worry about the numbers. Don't worry about the numbers. Um as far as like the 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 amount of um analytics and stuff. Don't worry about that. As long as you got so many people that's supporting your goals and dreams, that's what really matters here. So it's not about them. It's all about what makes you happy mentally, physically, and spiritually. All right. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the weekend. I'll be back next Sunday. Same same time, same place, same New York channel. Same, same man cave, bat cave channel. All right? Peace and one love. And have yourself a good night.
Hey guys, G Money Stacks here. You like what you heard? I need your help on some things. Go to the YouTube channels like Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast Sports Edition Show, G Money Stacks 555, and Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast by grabbing the subscribe button, enable alerts with the notification bell, leave a like, comment on the episodes, including the topics, and much more. Plus, you can catch up on the episodes on streaming platforms, including YouTube, by going to the link that says Linktree slash Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast. Make sure you follow on Instagram, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast, alongside with myself, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Thank you so much for tuning in and rocking with me and listening to the episodes. Peace and one love.